to the Spring Podcast. I'm Pastor Laura Blevins, inviting you to enjoy this week's message from the First United Methodist Church of Excelsior Springs. Thank you for coming to the waters for uplifting music, rejuvenation, and inspiration. Thank you for coming to the Spring. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Spring. My name is Ethan. I'm one of the worship leaders here. Uh, excited to be with you all this morning. Um, so, yeah, if you all just want to uh, come on in and, uh, and stand as you are able in your outline or in your bulletin, you should have a, uh, a card that uh, will just kind of uh, allow us to connect with you if there are, are questions you have about the church. Uh, some, yeah, it's just going to be a really good way for us to stay connected with you. Um, so yeah, so if you would like to, to stand as you are able, we're going to begin this morning with some songs. Trust the power of your word. Enough to seek your kingdom first. Beyond the heavens, beyond the oceans. When I walk through the water, I won't be overcome. When I go through the Shadow, no valley, 
listen to them all the time, y'all? Yes? Okay, so we are starting in our series um, for just generosity over these next few weeks. And do you remember the, the Donovan family and the videos that we've watched for the last couple of years? Well, we've got another series of these videos. And so here we are in Leading Generously, and this is Promises. And so just, I want you to sit back and watch. We've got Ray and the Donovan family, and you'll remember. that you've been selected as the okay. recipient of this year's South Street Community Center Volunteer of the Year Excellent. Award. Seriously, congratulations, Frank. Thank you. Now, if you don't mind, I need to get out of here. I need to get your cash seat down at South Street. Oh, Volunteer of the Year is back to the soup kitchen again. <laughs> it's a full-fledged community center now. They're starting up an at-risk youth mentoring program. You should join me sometime. I'm sure they can find a good mentor for you. <laughs> Maybe next time. Sorry, Frank, you're not going anywhere just yet. Steve and Larry are here for the meeting. What's Steve and Larry want? Evidently to get me in trouble with Cassie for being late. So what's so important he couldn't wait until tomorrow's board meeting? Jimmy Gillespie. What about him? We're worried that his overbilling of the government contract has gotten us into a bit of hot water. Accidental overbilling, but we're working very diligently to make sure that doesn't happen again. I'm very confident that we've got nothing to worry about. That remains to be seen. Let's be honest, we're um, a little surprised that you haven't let him go. He's a good employee. We made a mistake, he learned from it. There's no reason for him to lose his job. We thought you might say something like that. Thing is, we need to show that we're serious about this. Exactly, nip it in the bud before the government decides to make an example of us. The board's gonna demand someone take the fall. If you're not willing to fire Jimmy, we're gonna recommend that the board ask for your resignation. What? Quite a look for you, Jack. <laughs> Little did I know what I was getting myself into when I became Ray's sponsor all those years ago. The law knew you were the perfect sponsor for him. And you for nicer wishes, too. <laughs> so, did you close on the house, Pat? Oh, <laughs> I'm so excited. 
homeless to home already. Praise the Lord. <laughs> now get out of here so I can get ready. Those kids can be broke. Resignation doesn't need to tell me that. Jimmy's the one responsible, but I'm responsible for Jimmy. He's young. He'll land on his feet. Every seed is like a promise from God. A promise that life will spring forth. When the seed is planted in rich soil, protected and nourished, it reaches full potential, just like each one of you. Now, does that mean that your life won't be difficult? Sometimes seeds aren't meant to grow right away. Sometimes they need to be stored until the season is right. You might have to live for a very long time in a cold and dark place to preserve your potential. I know that some of you sometimes feel you're in a cold, dark place. But it's important to remember that doesn't mean that God's promises are still true for you. In the Bible, it says that no matter how many promises God has made, the answer is yes to Christ. Did you know that the Bible contains almost 8,000 of God's promises? Sometimes we get to be the beautiful oak tree with our majestic branches reaching for the sky. And sometimes we're like a seed stored in a cold, dark place. But God knows the perfect conditions that you need to grow time is right, his promise will be fulfilled in you. Ah, it looks good. Love y'all came. Yeah? We've got a, um, a few weeks of these uh, videos, and we're going to talk about commitment and leading generously. Uh, but first, I want to read to you some scripture. From 2 Corinthians, if you want to open up your Bibles or get your phones out, however is easiest for you, or you could just follow me on the screen, um, chapter 1, verses 18 to 22. But as surely as God is faithful, our message to you is not yes and no. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was preached among you by us, by me and Silas and Timothy, was not yes and no. But in him it has always been yes. For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. No matter, it is God who makes both us and you stand firm in Christ 
He anointed us, set a seal of ownership on us, and put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit guaranteeing what is to come. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Will you pray with me? Good and gracious God, as you have poured out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here, Lord, we ask that you bless the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts to be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our strength, our rock, and our redeemer. Amen. So this week we're talking about promises, and I just got a question, want to sort of scan the room. Anybody want to dress up like a flower plant for me? Um, maybe next week for the sermon? Mike? No? No? Nobody? Okay, we won't make you do it. Just kidding. I thought that was really hilarious, and that's a lot of love that that guy had uh, to dress up like a flower. So um, I'm going to give you some notes um, this week, some things that I want you to sort of take with you as we talk about leading generously and what that means and what um, God is putting upon our hearts. Um, first of all, and I want you to respond back to me, what do you think that um, this video was about? And if you say promises, that's cheating, but what do you think that this video is about? Loyalty. Yeah. All right, promises. I'll say it. Anything else that stood out to you? Standing behind the people that you have with you? Yeah. Well, one of the things that um, I want to show this to you here on the screen. If you want to write this down or take a screenshot of this, I think it's super important. God's faithfulness to us is like a solid rock um, and an unshakable foundation upon which we can build our lives. You know, one of the, the, the promises of God is that he is always going to be there for us, right? Like that's not ever going away. Now, he's not promising us a perfect life, a great life, nothing bad ever happening um, to us life. But he's saying that in the midst of everything that goes on, that his faithfulness to us and his love for us is like that solid rock and it cannot be shaken. You cannot get rid of God. God is always, always, always going to love you and he is always going to be there for you. And so when we build our life and we build our faith and we build um, just our, our um, relationship with God upon this foundation, recognizing that there is nothing that we can do that's going to make God stop loving us. This is the foundation that we need to come to as we talk about these things the next few weeks. So God's faithfulness is a solid rock, an unshakable foundation which we can build our lives. Now, throughout the Bible, um, there are lots of promises that God has um, that, that he, he gives to his people, that he gives to certain um, biblical um, characters in the, in the Bible. And I got to tell you, and this is really, really true as well, um, God will always do what God says God will do all the time. I know, I've said it before, and I'm going to say it to you again, just listen to it. God will always do what God promises he will do all the time, okay? No matter what promise it is in the Bible, God will always come through. That's the way God's promises are. Now, in the Bible, there's a, there's a lot of people who followed God's promises. Um, here are just a few that I want to show you. Um, Noah, right, built an ark, didn't know what a boat was, right? God promised to save him. Did that happen? Absolutely. Abraham, right? You'll, your generations will be set like the stars in the sky, right? Did that happen? Yes, it did. David, 
this poor shepherd boy that would become king, did it happen? Absolutely. Daniel, right? That God would keep him and keep him safe even in a lion's den. We talked about that last week a little bit. And then finally, um, Mary, who's one of my favorites, right? That God was going to provide for her and she would be the mother of this, the, of God, right? The son of God. So these are just some people that God had made promises to. But there are other promises in the Bible that we need uh, to remember. But that foundation that God uh, gives us and that foundation that we uh, come to, it's super important for us to, to get it, right? God's always going to come through. God's always going to be there. Our life circumstances change. Um, the good and the bad and all that stuff happens. But that promise that God is going to be there uh, is, is true, and it's true through everything. And then the next point that I think is super, everything's super important. Did you know that? <laughs> and this is, um, I think, an interesting analogy, that the believe in the seed. And we have some tulip bulbs up here. Um, is anybody here a gardener? Do we have any gardeners? Really? Okay, good. Uh, I mean, who else raised their hand? I don't know why I went really to Ryan. Like, really? <laughs> He's a man of many talents. Um, I am not. I have talked to you all about that before. I have lots of skills. Gardening is not one of them. These are tulip bulbs. They look like onions. I think they're tulip bulbs. What do you think? It's not. I'm smelling it. I think it's a tulip bulb. I mean, they told me that's what they put in and out. Does look a little like garlic, doesn't it? Maybe you and I are together in this. And so this idea um, that Ray says in the video that you know sometimes um, that God makes that promise and He sort of plants that seed in each and every single one of us, but it's not time yet for us to grow and to bloom. And so I want you to think back in your life um, in different times where you have felt, um, and especially now, you can see that God was working way back then, but maybe at the time you didn't see it. Yes. You guys have those kinds of moments? Yes. And this is the, the idea and the power that, you know, God is constantly planting these promises, these seeds that he's going to use us for his good, that we're going to be um, available in the, in, the, in the bringing together of the kingdom of God, and that every single one of us has a plan and a purpose. And sometimes that plan and the purpose needs to wait a little bit, right? I mean, I know I've told you my story before, but um, I was 14 years old when I realized that God wanted me to be a pastor. That was crazy. Now, if I had tried to go out and start preaching right then, that would not have been that great. I'm going to tell you, I was not that cool of a 14-year-old. Shocking, I realize. But God planted that seed in me early on that this is what you're going to do and this is how it's going to be. And it took um, 10 years, really, for it to, to bloom in me. For me to realize what I'm going to be. And honestly, I still feel like I'm not there yet, right? That I'm constantly working towards that. that. That what God wants me to be, I have to continue to work on it. And he planted that in me early on in my life. And each and every single one of us, and it doesn't matter how young or how old you are, God has planted that seed, that promise that you are going to do something for his kingdom and it's in each and every single one of us. So how do you do this? I hear you ask. How do I do this, Pastor Laura? Right? What do you do? Well, funny you should ask, because we have some ideas for you. Um, actually, in your bulletin, 
Did you guys see this uh, volunteer list? Did you guys see this servant commitment? Right? Now here's the thing. This service is new. We're actually coming up on our one-year anniversary of the spring service. Isn't that cool? Yeah. And one of the things that is, is a goal of the church, is a goal of the leadership of the church, is to get the people in this service more connected and more involved in the congregation. And so this is one way that you can do that. When you do things for God, right, the, the possibilities are endless of what's going to happen. And we have some things here at this church that we know that God has brought you to us just specifically for this reason. You're like that seed, you know? And for the last year, we've been fostering that in this service and trying to help that to grow. And we need you because you were part of our community. And we need you in our church. So there's lots of ways in which you can help. Um, the volunteer list is huge. And I'll got to tell you, some of these things on here are um, really more pressing than others, right? Uh, but one of the things that I want to uh, point out to you, too, uh, is the MOPS child care volunteer or the MOPS volunteer. MOPS is a new thing that we've been doing for this past year, too, and it's for mothers of preschoolers. And we kicked off our um, first um, session last September. Do you know how many little babies we had in the nursery? I had to call Jeremy to come in and save us. We had 18 little kids that came with their parents, their moms. And we had 16 moms in there, only two of which go to church here. The rest of them don't. They don't go to church anywhere. We need help in this ministry. If this is a ministry for you, if you um, have ever experienced what it's like to, to, to be a new mother or you have um, seen a new mother or maybe you've experienced a new mother, you know how these things go, right? You need all the support you can get. This is one of those ministries. Um, one of the other uh, things that we do that's, uh, that this church is amazing at is that every, I think it's like every other Monday, we go down to the Good Samaritan Center and we do these back snacks, right? So these kids that are going home over the weekend that uh, the school has identified as maybe somebody that doesn't have enough food, right? We have people go in every other Monday um, to take these things from harvesters, these packages um, that harvesters come, they have the like, harvester's name on it because we don't want to embarrass the kids and we repack them in other sacks and put them in their backpacks. You know, we send them to the schools to put in their backpacks. That's pretty cool, isn't it? Help kids who are hungry. You know, this um, Friday, we got an email uh, from Christy Rice, who's the um, principal at Elkhorn, and they had a need there with a student who needed clothes and a student who uh, didn't have anything. And so we sent the email out again to you all, and immediately you responded. Immediately. There were people who brought clothes by, who brought pants by for this young man that needed help. Um, there are people who brought money by and said, Laura, go shopping. No problem. You all have the biggest hearts. And God has planted that seed in you to do things for him. This is one way to connect and to do that. So I invite you to fill this out. When the offering plates um, come around here in just a few minutes, um, make sure you put your name on it because you can totally just fill it out. But if you don't put your name on it, we're not going to know it's you. So put your name on it, your contact information, and we want to get you all connected. It's super important 
um, to us because we know that God has put something on each and every one of your hearts. If you've already filled one out, you're ahead of the game. Pat yourself on the back. Good job, you. You're amazing, right? If you haven't filled one out, now is the time. We'd love for you to do that. Um, I've got another slide I want to show you here. It says um, in Jeremiah 31, 3b, I have loved you with an everlasting love, and I have drawn you with unfailing kindness. And this is one of those promises that God gives us this day. Um, take a picture of this one, too. It's something to, to put on your mirror uh, when you get up in the morning or maybe put it on your fridge. Um, this everlasting love that God has drawn you with. Uh, will you pray with me? Good and gracious God, Lord, we thank you so much for all that you have given us this day. Help us, Lord, um, to be your people. Help us to find that promise that you have planted in each and every one of us. And help us to be, Lord, just your servant. In your awesome name we pray. Amen. Oh, I love this one. Can we all stand? I love this song. I love all the songs you sing, guys. <laughs> That's the night to Calvary with Jesus blood and died for me. I see his wounds, his hands Sure. 
this message, please consider giving to our ministry and helping us continue the work of Jesus Christ by making a contribution. Go to esmethodist.com on your computer or smartphone and click on the Giving and Service tab.
go forth from this place. Thanks for worshiping with us. Thanks for being here with us. We'll see uh, you at noon, those that are going with us to Top Golf, and the rest of you, go watch the Chiefs this afternoon. Bless you all. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast of The Spring. Tune in every Sunday evening for the next rejuvenating podcast of music and messages from the First United Methodist Church of Excelsior Springs. God bless you and have a great week.